Welcome to episode three of An Appeal to Reason with the End of the Two-Party System Network. Please like, share, and subscribe. I'm your host, Burian Sundahl. You can subscribe to my substack at burian.substack.com, and please check out the Crawdads and Taters podcast, which I co-host. We recently released an episode on Ukraine, which has a lot of really important information for everyone. Last episode, I talked a little bit about Shirley Chisholm and her run for president. Her slogan was unbought and unbossed. Recently, I saw that Nina Turner had tweeted out unbought and unbossed. If you didn't know, Nina Turner is running again for Congress against Chantel Brown in a Democratic primary. She ran last summer in a special election and lost after being massively outspent, and now she is trying once again. We'll see what happens. Personally, I like Nita Turner. She's a strong progressive voice. She was co-chair on the Bernie campaign, but I disagree with her choice to run in the Democratic Party. Recently, the Congressional Progressive Caucus actually endorsed her opponent, Chantel Brown, even though Chantel is not at all a progressive. Chantel is against forgiving student debt and thinks that a public option is a better choice to get to Medicare for all than Medicare for all, which makes no sense and is really typical establishment democratic logic. Even though her website claims she would vote for Medicare for all if it came to the floor in the Congress, Last June, when Nina Turner ran an advertisement touting her own support for Medicare for All, Chantel Brown's campaign was immediately infused with corporate money. According to an article by David Sirota and Julia Rock of The Lever, quote, Pledging to carry on that legacy, Turner on June 15th launched her television spot entitled Worry, in which she talks about how her family's struggle to pay health care bills led her to support Medicare for All. The very next day, corporate lobbyists held a Washington fundraiser for Turner's primary opponent, Chantel Brown. Among those headlining the fundraiser was Jerome Murray, a registered lobbyist for the Pharmaceutical Researchers and Manufacturers Association, which has been backing a nationwide campaign to reduce support for Medicare for All. The fundraiser was also headlined by a CVS health lobbyist, as well as seven Democratic lawmakers who have raked in more than $5 million from donors in the pharmaceutical and healthcare sectors, including two whose top donating sector is the pharmaceutical industry. End quote. And then, after this fundraiser, Chantel Brown came out against Medicare for All, saying, Quote, Medicare for all would eliminate employers from providing care for their employees. I know when I'm out in the community, there are some people who are satisfied with the health care they're being provided. I certainly don't want to be the person to end that. End quote. This is absolutely ridiculous. Eliminating employer insurance would only be a benefit to the working class. Medicare for all would save money, it would be federally funded, which means that we would not even have to raise taxes whatsoever to pay for it, because our Congress could simply write a bill and the money would be created, just as they do for the military budget. Um, Modern monetary theory shows that this is how the funding system works in a fiat currency like the U.S. dollar is. 
it is clear that Nina Turner is a far better candidate, much more progressive than Chantel Brown, which is why it makes no sense that the Progressive Caucus would endorse Chantel. But this is how the Democratic Party works. The Progressive Caucus is not so progressive. They're simply a tool within the Democratic Party that is used to manufacture consent for the masses to think that the party actually supports these progressive ideas, such as Medicare for All, even though the caucus itself isn't even full of Medicare for All supporters. They allowed Chantel Brown to join, even with her history of being a clear corporate sellout. Even if Nina Turner wins this time around, what good will it do having one more progressive in the corporate Democratic Party? With a slim margin in Congress, progressives, you know, such as the members of the squad, theoretically have a large amount of leverage, but they have not used it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, went from originally protesting in Nancy Pelosi's office for a Green New Deal to actually voting for Nancy Pelosi for Speaker of the House. Jamal Bowman destroyed much of his progressive credentials by traveling to Israel with J Street, a notorious Israeli lobbyist group, and voting for Iron Dome funding for Israel. He is a member of the Democratic Socialists of America, and there was actually a call to expel him from that group for violating their own support of the Boycott, Divest, and Sanctions movement, BDS. The track record of the squad once they joined Congress has really been spotty at best. You know, the squad could have prevented Nancy Pelosi from being the Speaker of the House. They had the numbers to block this vote completely. But they caved in. They didn't even try to force the vote on Medicare for All. They didn't get any kind of concessions. And they just voted for Nancy Pelosi like it was no problem. And Nancy Pelosi is one of the most corrupt members of the House. We know all about her insider trading scandals when her husband buys stock based on clear insider knowledge he must be getting from Nancy Pelosi. She was against the bill to stop members of Congress from trading stocks. And in general, she is just one of the worst corporate Democrats. So, you know, I really don't see how adding Nina Turner to this you know, small group, the squad, inside this corrupt Democratic Party would really change anything. You know, rather than expending all of this effort on an electoral campaign that will be of little benefit, even if she does win... I believe it would be far better if Nina Turner used her power to back a third-party effort. The Democratic Party exists to kill leftist movements, and any kind of progress they make by rerouting their energy into the Democratic Party rather than into building a meaningful movement. You know, movements die inside the Democratic Party. We all saw what happened with the momentum of the Bernie campaign— um, really, you know, as Joe Biden said, nothing is going to fundamentally change. And unless we have a movement outside of the two-party system, I think Joe Biden's promise to his donors was correct. You know, we need fundamental changes. We need a Green New Deal. We need to address climate change. We need to address the plight of the working class. 
And I don't see how there is any way forward inside of the Democratic Party. We really just need to end the two-party system.